Welcome to the Talking the Line podcast, presented to you by Tips and Slip Sports, giving you our best insights and analysis so you can rake in some cold hard cash on your next sports bet. Now sit on back, open up your mind, and let's cash some tickets. We can't thank you enough for joining us. We hope you enjoy. Afternoon, good evening, ladies and gentlemen, degenerates and gamblers far and wide. Welcome into episode number 25 of the Talking the Line podcast. Hey, thank you all so much for taking a few moments out of your day to come and kick it with the crew on this beautiful Friday of bets. Before we dive deep into today's action and give you some sweet picks, take a few moments to smash that subscribe button on whatever platform you are currently listening to the TTL pod on. If you like the sound waves that are reverberating off your eardrums from whatever device you are currently listening to this pod on, go ahead and leave us a review if you could be so kind. We certainly do appreciate those five stars. And last, but certainly not least, head on over to this episode's description where you will find the Talking the Line link tree. Within that link tree, you can locate all of the TTL Cruise content so you can consume it however and whenever you please. If it's your first time here and you don't know me, or if you've been here for a while, ladies and gentlemen, gamblers, I am your humble host, Colton, Colt45 Sroka, and as per usual, Let me go ahead and bring on in the co-host of this podcast, my man, my right-hand man when it comes to gambling these lines and talking these lines and giving you, ladies and gentlemen, some of the best picks out there and some of the best value on the streets. We've been hotter than hot on our combined NBA plays. Other plays, we're starting to turn the corner. We're figuring stuff out. We cashed that uh, looking at the time of recording, like we're going to cash the two for parlay. No more speaking. Let me bring him in. Ladies and gentlemen, Riley, Armax, Magnuson. Partner, how you doing over there today, pal? I'm doing solid, my man. It's been a solid week. We are rolling right into the weekend. Absolutely. Yeah, I know. I'm going to, you know, do a little grocery shopping, get a few things done before these, uh, you know, Full slate of games happen Saturday and Sunday, NBA, and sure. NHL, MLB. I am ready to rock and roll. Hey, I love to hear it from that side of the table. Love the energy you're bringing on this beautiful Friday we got on our hands here. Got some uh, big picks coming up today, my friend. I'm uh, juiced for them. Yeah, nice NBA slate. We have a huge NBA slate for this Friday evening, uh, afternoon into evening. We have a pretty big MLB slate and uh, the old six card of NHL slate. So we got picks from every one of them. You better guarantee it. And we also have a special play. Of course, we're going to bring you that as well. So we'll have that. And then you know what day it is. It's the return of Fan Question Friday. We're going to go ahead and smash that bad boy in there uh, right towards the end of the pod. So we will uh, answer those questions, have a little banter, a little back and forth, and have some fun there. Outside of that, 
Partner, before we dive into this action today, anything burning on your heart, on your brain, on your mind, you want to get out to the kind folks that decided to stop by episode 25 today? Let me think. Uh, well, I guess for our listeners, yesterday, if you missed out, we were on uh, the uh, Mount Lockmore podcast. Yes, yes, we were. That is true. Uh, our friends Pace and Brandon over there at the Mount Lockmore podcast at Coda Cappers on Twitter. They are part of the Coda Cappers uh, gambling network, gambling crew. Uh, they're out there in South Dakota, some really cool dudes. We had an opportunity to hop on with them, so we did. Gave them some picks, some locks, and uh, had a great time. So go check out the Mount Lockmore podcast wherever you listen to your pods. Yep. And uh, check out episode number 25, actually, um, conveniently for them as well. That yep. is the one we are on. Little uh, little uh, Chicago food talk for you yeah. if you, uh, you know, if the bets are a little, you know, past a couple of days here, but, uh, you know, some good food talk back and forth there. It was, uh, it was a good time. It was good well, time. hey, we will save the rest of this for the end of the podcast for you loyal listeners and all of you that love to tune in for the extra banter and all the goodness that comes out of the Talking the Line crew. However, no more waiting, no more stopping, no more hesitation. Get out your pens, get out your pieces of paper, get out your phones and Pull up your favorite sports book. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time for everyone's favorite segment on the Talking the Line podcast. And no pun intended, it is the TTL crew's favorite plays of the day. As per usual, my friend, we're going to uh, kick things off out of the NBA slate. And it seems like it's kind of been the trend this week. I've been taking the first play of the day. So I'm going to go ahead and keep right on rocking and rolling with that. First play of the day, we are headed to the matchup between the Indiana Pacers and the Utah Jazz. This is a little interesting. We got some 2 p.m. Central Standard Time first tip-off action, partner. Yeah, a little afternoon NBA action. Pretty rare during the middle of the week. Yeah. Uh, or, you know, weekday. It's been happening this week, though, and uh, mm. they're going to keep it rolling. And we're going to... Yeah. We're going to have some action for you. This We're having some action for you, and this is how we kick off the weekend and kick off the card. So, ladies and gentlemen, the first play of the Talking the Line Cruise NBA slate, our first pick is the Jazz, minus nine and a half. Why, you ask? Well, let me tell you. The Utah Jazz are 41 and 14 straight up, 33 and thir- 22 ATS on the season. Indiana's 26 and 28 straight up, 22 and 32 ATS on the season. The Jazz are actually coming off of a nice little victory against OKC, 106-96, 10-point victory. And that was back on the 13th, so they've had a little bit of time off to recoup and recover. Indiana, on the other hand, they're coming off of um, a matchup on the 14th where they beat Houston 132-124. Huge high-scoring affair, but they're uh, playing a little more tired. On one-day rest, Indiana, the Pacers, are 12-20 ATS. Mm. The Jazz are 5-0 ATS in their last five games on two days rest. So I absolutely love those two countering uh, trends right there. Yeah, that's a good one. I mean, you yeah. know, if you got a two-day trend or two-day rust trend where they're, you know, 0 and 5, whatever, right. then it's concerning a little bit of rust, but not the case of the Jazz. They get well rested, they lock and load. Absolutely. And the Jazz on the season are actually 5 and 2 on 2 to 3 days rest. Right. So, yeah, absolutely love that as well, but 5 and 0 ATS the last 5 on 2 days. The Jazz and the Pacers, let's see here, you know, Utah 
is 31 and 21 ATS as a favorite partner. They are also 20 and 8 ATS at home, and they're 19 and 8 ATS as a home dog. Home favorite. Home favorite. I'm sorry. I apologize. Uh, home favorite. That is actually second in the league behind New York, my man. So yep, 10 they, and 2 for the old uh, Knickerbockers. Yeah, yeah. So they are a burner right up there, second in the league. I can't believe I said home dog. What am I talking about? Home favorite. Um, and the Pacers are 10 and 14 ATS as a dog on the season. They are 15 and 14 ATS on the road, and they are 8 and 8 ATS as a a road underdog. However, the Jazz are 7 and 1 in their last 8 home games versus a team with a winning road record. I'm all over the Jazz with you. I am all over it, my friend. Big time blowout. First play, Jazz minus 9. Go right ahead with our second play of the day, my man. What are we going to go ahead and take? Well, my friend, this is one that we were just a little too confident to uh stay away from. But uh we are Sadly, whether whatever, however you want to put it, we are mm. sadly betting against our own Chicago Bulls. Mm. They're facing the Memphis Grizzlies at the time of recording. It is a pick'em. Uh, the Chicago Bulls are going to be without Zach Levine, their mm. All-Star top scorer. Mm-hmm. And despite a heartbreaking loss for the Memphis Grizzlies the other night against Dallas Mavericks and a Luka Doncic buzzer beater, the Grizzlies are just playing very solid right now. Uh, they are 8-2 and two ATS over their last eight. Uh, on the road the entire season, they are 15-9 and nine ATS. Uh, let's see. They are top the top team in the league in non-conference games at 16-7 and seven ATS. Mm-hmm. They're just a team that gets underrated uh, by the books without right. question. And you can tell by almost all all of their ATS numbers on the season. Uh, and the last one for the Grizz here, they are 6-1 and one ATS last seven following an ATS win. The Bulls, on the other hand, uh, even, with, or even with Zach Levine, is a uh, nightmare yeah. for us right, right now. The Bulls are 0-4 ATS over their last four, uh, straight up and ATS actually, four straight losses. 11-16 uh, ATS at home. They're incredible on the road ATS, but for whatever reason, it's just not happening at the United Center. Mm. Uh, and they are 1-8 ATS over their last nine at home versus a team with a winning road record. Oy. And the Grizzlies are, uh, you know, pretty, pretty damn solid on the road. They are really solid on the road. They're solid in every single ATS category yeah. you want to stick them into. I don't care what you put them into. The Grizzlies are going to cover it. They're going right. to get the job done. They are a scrappy team. They lost a horrible, horrible matchup Ugh. on Wednesday night against, I felt bad against the Mavericks. I mean, that, we, we cashed hey, Great it, for Luka. Great for his uh, MVP prowess. You know, good good for all of that action. But, uh, man, oh, man, I think the Grizzlies are going to be due. And like you said, without Zach, man, there's just something. And they look like they were turning around. They were going to be that team. They ripped off three straight wins, and now they've ripped off three straight losses. Yeah. I think they're on that losing train. I think whatever you put this at, whether it flips to Chicago being the favorite or Memphis being the favorite, yep. either way, Memphis is getting the job done. Right. And last thing for the Grizzlies, you know, they're hanging on to that eighth seed in the West. Uh, you know, a win over the Mavericks would have, uh, yeah, I think, put them a half game behind the Mavericks. Now they're in a spot where they're like two and a half, I think, behind the Mavericks. Mm. Got to get it done tonight against the Bulls to uh, avoid falling down out of that top eight and into the old nine ten spot there. Yeah, and they do not want to do that. No, they do not. All right, so one more time, my friends, 
everybody tuning in, gamblers far and wide, for the TTL Crew's favorite plays of the day coming out of today's NBA slate. We are taking the Utah Jazz minus nine and a half, and we are taking the Memphis Grizzlies at a pick'em. That is the opening lines, but you should smash those plays in at whatever the best line you can find them at on your favorite sportsbook. And moving right along. As we usually do, we head on over to the old hockey rink and give you a nice puck slap shot play. We've been uh, just a tidbit cold uh, here as of late. However, we think we found the one that's going to break all of this nonsense that's been going on. I'm going to go ahead and take the NHL play as per usual. And for this matchup, we are headed on over to Montreal for the matchup between the Calgary Flames and the Montreal Canadiens. This uh, puck drop is at 5 p.m. Central Standard Time, and you can catch it on Sportsnet RDS or TSN2. Wow, Canadian uh, Canadian hockey is uh, coming in full force on Friday night here. Sure is. Catch it on Canadian channels. So, For uh, your matchup this evening, we are taking the Calgary Flames at plus money. Opened up at plus, uh, are currently at plus 115 at the time of recording. You know, they've honestly flexed their muscles against Montreal Mm -hmm. all season. They have had their number just, it it makes no sense. Montreal has uh, actually been a solid team here and there, but I, I think the Habs are not the Habs. They have always been, and I think they're a little overvalued once again in this spot. Actually, Calgary is 4-0 in the last four meetings, 4-1 in the last five. Those are all in 2021. The last time Montreal won a matchup this season was January 28th. So it's not like it was recently. This has been happening. The most recent victory was 4-1 Calgary over Montreal on just April the 14th. So just back on Wednesday, my friends. So not very long ago at all. They are coming back in, and I do believe they take care of business again on the road in Montreal. Why do I say that? You know, they get shots on goal. They score goals. Their offense has not been the problem as of late. They were on a really, really rough streak, losing games, looking terrible, after actually looking somewhat solid. And then all of a sudden, these last three games, they have caught fire. They beat Edmonton, granted without Jack Eichel, five to nothing. They beat the Maple Leafs, a very, very capable team, probably one of the best teams in the NHL right now, three to two in overtime. And then they just beat Montreal four to one, as I was saying. The story of these games has been Mark or Markstrom. Markstrom has been standing on his head for Calgary these last couple matchups and his offense has been backing him up in the whole process that's why I love Calgary right here Markstrom has only allowed three goals over the last three games compared to Calgary scoring 12 goals for him I love this spot for Calgary once again to get hot they are actually scrapping and clawing to have somewhat of a position for the playoffs here in the north. They are just out of it, and wouldn't you know, the Montreal Canadiens find themselves in fourth place. 45 points for the Canadiens, 41 points for the Flames. I think the Flames get this victory, notch two points, get two points away, and have an opportunity with another Canadian slip-up to possibly squeak their way into the playoffs. Slide right on in. I absolutely love it, man. So we are taking one more time, smash it in right now, the Calgary Flames 
money line for the TTL Cruise NHL favorite play of the day. Lock that bad boy in on whatever the current best line is on your favorite sports book. Let's do that hockey. Let's do that hockey. <laughs> and for the final slate of the day, you know what it is. You know where we're going at this point. The game's so beautiful that it has to be played on diamonds, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. Major League Baseball. And for our first play of the day, I'm going to go ahead and toss one over to my partner over at first base. Let him send it around the horn for our first pick of the day coming out of the matchup between the Cleveland Indians and the Cincinnati Reds. That's right. We got a little uh, interstate rivalry going on this uh, evening, 6-10 Central Start. We are taking the Cincinnati Reds money line. Uh, the Indians will be throwing out Logan Allen versus the Reds' Jeff Hoffman. Uh, this is a story of just very bad offenses to this point and some really solid offense for the Reds. Reds right now are top five in the MLB in average and OPS. Indians are bottom five in average and OPS. Reds are number one in the league in home runs and RBIs, and they are a crisp five and one so far at home this season. Uh, the story for the Indians this year so far, uh, their pitching is solid, um, but like I said, their offense is not good at all. Leaves a little bit to be desired. Yeah, you know, nice little uh, no-hitter for my guy Carlos Rodon a couple of nights ago. Sure enough. Uh, you know, they did bounce back the day after 4-2 win against my Sox the next day. Um, but like I said, uh, you know, their pitching is solid enough, but their offense is not at all. Uh, the Reds pitching has been uh, decent themselves, not, uh, you know, top 10 level, but, uh, you know, they're not getting shelled out here. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I said, First in RBIs, first in home runs, five and one at home. It's going to be a Cincinnati Reds day all evening long. I could not say anything that you just did better there myself, partner. Everything you nailed right on the head. The Reds are definitely going to run away with this matchup. Uh, Sorry to a few of our loyal listeners who could potentially be Indians fans. Mm -hmm. We certainly do apologize, but hey, we had to bet against our team tonight too. Yeah. Well, actually, the last thing I forgot to mention, uh, you know, the Indians 7-5 and five record, that is entirely against the AL Central, split against my White Sox, but, uh, you know, they, they really took advantage of the bottom two teams in the AL Central, uh, not at the current moment, bottom two teams. But as far as talent-wise, uh, the Royals and Tigers are definitely the bottom two teams, and they took care of business to start the season. Like you said, going to roll into, uh, you know, new uh new new breed of opponent here in the cincinnati reds so Mm -hmm. they got to come over to the national league and play with the big boys now let's see what they uh what they got and i don't think it's much so that's our first pick of course we'll run through it one more time in case you missed it but for the second pick coming out of today's mlb slate we are headed over on to the matchup between the Houston Astros and the Seattle Mariners. First pitch is a late one. We got a West Coast game for you. 9, 10 p.m. Central Standard Time. Catch it on Sportsnet, MLB Network, or Root Sports, ladies and gentlemen. Don't know if you're going to tune in, but definitely smash this bad boy in because it is a monster lock if we could ever call anything a lock yep. as much as we don't like to call anything locks in this game of gambling. But this comes down to... Astros lineup yeah man oh man it's bad right now if you just simply look for one second at their injured list 
they were missing Bregman, Maldonado, Garcia, Altuve, Alvarez, and Valdez. Um, Valdez is just a good starting pitcher is why I mentioned that. But that is uh, half yeah. of their starting lineup, my yeah. friend. Two of their three best offensive players. <laughs> yeah. You know, you still got Carlos Correa in there, and I mm-hmm. think. Uh, but yeah, Bregman and Altuve going out alone. And then, you know, Maldonado is their starting catcher. Um, mm-hmm. And then uh, Alvarez, I believe, was the other one, right? Yeah. Yep. I mean, yeah, it's not so, a good recipe for, uh, you know, some solid offense. No, not at all. And you got... Uh, Jose Uquiti on the mound for the uh for the Strohs, and then you have Yusei Kikuchi on uh, the mound for the Mariners. Uquiti has gotten touched up, my friend. He has thrown 194 pitches over 10 and a third innings. He has on uh, actually 12, 11 hits with um, 12 strikeouts, two walks, and uh, a combined six earned runs. So he's been uh, getting tapped up a little bit. He hasn't been uh, controlling fellas all too much, and uh, been uh, Mariners have been a sneaky eight, little team eight. here, eight and five right now. Yeah, they are. Well, Uquiti, he uh, did lose against Oakland seven to three, and then they did beat when uh, Oakland when he pitched uh, the first game nine to two. However, I think he's bound to get tapped up by this Seattle Mariners team and behind Kikuchi, who actually the last time Kikuchi pitched, they faced the red hot Minnesota Twins mm-hmm. and they actually won uh, 4 to 3 Kikuchi pitched 6 innings through 94 pitches 5 hits 6 strikeouts 2 walks and 2 earned runs in the game before that the Mariners lost they couldn't get anything going um uh runs wise but Kikuchi also did pitch a pretty solid game 6 innings 89 pitches 6 hits 10 strikeouts 1 walk and 3 earned runs so all the runs were him but the uh or well not all the runs were him I do apologize um but the, like I said the Mariners couldn't get the bats going Mariners are turning that around if you look at some of their most recent games they're starting to get the ball in play starting to actually score some runs they won 2-1, 4-2, lost 6-7, but that's still a bunch of runs on the board. Won 4-3 and 8-6 in their last five matchups. So they're really smashing the ball around the yard, putting up runs on the board. And the Astros are not doing too much of that. They've lost 4-6, 2-8, 2-6, 3-7, and 2-6 in their last five matchups. The Strohs are down bad right now yeah, without some of their good players. It's it's not looking good for them. Yeah, after that hot start, they uh, lost five in a row. Yeah. Five straight. Yeah, and I think it continues for the sixth straight here tonight uh, against a Seattle Mariners team that's really starting to rock and roll. Yep. So one more time for the Talking the Line Crew's MLB favorite plays of the day. We are hammering in the Cincinnati Reds money line and the Seattle Mariners money line. Lock those bad boys in on whatever the current best line you can find them at on your favorite sports book and i guess while i'm here i might as well do it but i'm not going to go slow so make sure you have your pins ready make sure you got your sports books open because i ain't stopping for nobody here we go in a three in a two in a one we are taking today the utah jazz minus nine and a half Memphis Grizzlies at a pick'em, Calgary Flames money line, Cincinnati Reds money line, and the Seattle Mariners money line. Lock those bad boys in at whatever the current best line is on your favorite sports book. Moving right along, 
on to the second segment of today's episode, episode 25 on this beautiful April It's not uh, the 16th is what it is. I almost (laughs) said the 14th. Looking at the show notes, forgot to update that. I do apologize, Ah, ladies and gentlemen, but it it is uh, Friday, April the 16th, 2021. And for the second segment, I teased it uh, there a little bit at the opener, right before we dove deep into the action today. But we have a primetime parlay for your Friday evening. We have a little two-leg action. A little ESPN two-legger. Little ESPN two-legger. Both these games can be found on ESPN. Now, what games, you might ask? Well, the two games are the Los Angeles Clippers versus the Philadelphia 76ers and the New York Knicks versus the Dallas Mavericks. Partner, you want to tell these kind folks out there about the first leg of our primetime two for parlay? Yes, sir. We are rocking with the underdog in this one, at least Mm. at the time of recording here. The Los Angeles Clippers plus two going over to Philly. Uh, These Clippers are, you know, one of my favorite teams to bet whenever the, uh, you know, the stakes are on the line here. Mm -hmm. If they got, uh, you know, a non-conference opponent that's, you know, weak sauce, they don't need to play their guys, a different story. Uh, But in this case, you know, you got a a big game against a uh, Eastern Conference opponent who's, uh, you know, pretty similarly matched here. Uh, but like I said, when they want to, uh, the Clippers bring the damn heat, mm. um, and they've got a uh, you know no no worry here as far as back to back or they, do they have a big game tomorrow or the next day that they want to sit uh, you know Kawhi Paul George for it? Nope, they got a day off. They got the Timberwolves after that uh, before another day off. So this one they got their sights set on this one, and I love them all night long in this one i like them outright but we uh you know nice little two-point insurance here love it i absolutely love the analysis on it second leg of the prime time two for parlay for this friday evening we are rolling with the new york knicks at plus five or whatever the current best line you can uh, currently find them at the new york knicks continuing to be a wagon no matter what situation you put them in man it doesn't matter. They're 18 and 11 ATS on the road compared to Dallas's 10 and 15 ATS at home. Dallas hasn't played very well at home on on the season. They're coming off of some Luka magic. Yep. You know, even if it comes down to some Luka magic once again, I will gladly take five points in the process because that is a lot more than I had to risk on the Grizzlies, and I felt very comfortable with the Grizzlies in that yep. spot. Yes, so I will take the red-hot Knicks here. They have been cover machines in any spot you put them in. I bet them with complete faith because they have just been solid. They're defensive solid. They're finally starting to be able to score the ball as the season winds to a complete. You know, I I just absolutely love it here, man. I love the Knicks. Yep, like you said, that offense, four straight games, over 100 points. Most recent game, 116 against the Pelicans. Uh, You know, Dallas doesn't have any, uh, you know, special offense, or excuse me, special defense themselves. Right. Uh, You know, Dallas took this first game, but uh, like you said, New York's offense was not clicking at the time. Uh, mm-hmm. Even their best players had some awful, awful games, uh, or had an awful game. But, right. uh, you know, they're turning it around tonight. They're not going to be slowed down by this Dallas offense, or excuse me, defense. I keep saying offense. But yeah. either way, the plus five makes you feel real comfortable, like you said, to avoid some, you know, goofy, weird Luka Magic once again. 
150%. So one more time for the primetime ESPN two for parlay, whatever you want to call it, we'll call it that primetime ESPN two for parlay. We are taking the Los Angeles Clippers plus two and the New York Knicks plus five. Obviously, whatever the current best line you can find them at on your favorite sports book, parlay them bad boys up for some juicy odds of plus 265 paying out over two to one ladies and gentlemen you gotta lock that bad boy in right now locking the dogs they've been hot and now we are live for fan question friday those are all of our locks we hope you guys hammer those bad boys in Got some real solid NBA plays in there. Also why I prefaced the start of this episode with how hot we've been on NBA. So we're going to look to keep that rocking and rolling right on through today and into the weekend. We're trying to turn around baseball for you guys, man. We are searching high and low. We're, 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 we're doing it, okay? We're doing it. We're getting there. We're trying, okay? We're trying, okay? <laughs> it's it's rough over here. So uh, we're, you know, it's just, it's early season. We had uh, kind of mentioned this to the guys when we got on the Mount Lockmore podcast. Um, but it's just early season lines. The dogs have been incredibly good against the uh, the line, the money line, the spread, Everything all of the above, they've just been absolutely killer on the season. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, it, it'll even out here. It'll yeah. even out here. So, we'll, we'll, we'll get us situated. So we'll see what the hell's up. Uh, while uh, I cannot wait to have video of this podcast so everybody can kind of mm-hmm. see what we're doing and we connect with you guys even more. But, uh, yeah, let's rock and roll with some Fan Question Friday. Uh, speaking of which, we are right around the corner from that video, my friend. We are right around the corner. It is coming, folks. Just hang on. Hang on. We're right there. Just stick with us. Stick with us. So uh, without further ado, let's... Rock and roll with some fan question Friday. I like these questions today, my friend. I do too. I'm pretty pretty hyped for them. Pretty hyped for them as well. So uh, first first play, uh, I'm going first play. <laughs> I'm uh, locked into pick mode. Let's uh, let's get out of pick mode. So our first fan to ask us a question today. We got pace. Our man Pace. You can find him at Coda Capper Pace on Twitter. And he asks, What are your top five airport snacks? I'm gonna go ahead and uh kick this one off. Kick it off. See uh I think we see got, what uh, you got. I think we got at least one of the same. We're see see if a you beforehand. See if you compare with me, because I like this. I haven't done flying in quite a quite a minute now, yeah, especially both, with uh, the old vid rolling yeah, around. I've been uh Trying to stay away from large groups of humans Mm -hmm. uh, with, hey, six feet, six feet, my friend. Um, But when I was flying, one of my favorites, I'd have, ah, man, it's so hard, but Gardetto's. Yep. Gardetto's, uh, I used to eat one bag before every baseball game. I love Gardetto's to the T. Big time, big time. I would say number two, got to make sure you have a bag of some Cool Ranch Doritos with Mm -hmm. you. Um, if not another very solid flavor. Yeah. Plenty of Dorito flavors that you can't go wrong with. Big time. Big time. Uh, number three, I love me some Sour Patch Kids. Ooh. 
I just absolutely love Sour Patch Kids. Okay. You can get you like a jumbo bag and eat like a quarter of the bag. You got a three-hour plane ride. You just eat a quarter one hour of the way through. It's perfect. Just keep eating a quarter of each mm-hmm. hour. Uh, four, you're a little bit more of a chocolate lover. I got you there too. This might surprise the shit out of you, but for some reason on an airplane, I love a good whatchamacallit. Okay. You ever had a whatchamacallit? Yeah. I love, I don't know why, but I, they, I find them so many times at airports and I just, I'm like, ah, there's Gotta a whatchamacallit. I'm going to snag it. So Gotta I always snag it. one too. And then, you know, number five, eh, can kind of, uh, you know, there's just something about some beer nuts, man. Yep. There's just something when they have beer nuts on the plane, dude. Like, I just, I absolutely love some good beer nuts. Yeah, definitely. Oh, 150%. How about you? All right, we got a couple pretty similar ones. Gardettos are one of my favorite all-time yeah, snacks, dude, you're, period. You're always munching on the I, I bring some, yeah, I bring, <laughs> I love the rye chips straight up. I love oh, yeah. all the Gardettos, doesn't matter. Oh, yeah. Uh, if we're talking morning flight, got to have me a nice little cup of cereal. Okay. A little bit of milk. You, you know? know, I love those little cups. That's at, what I'm talking at the about. Yep. I love those little bastards. It's almost like they pour more sugar on mm-hmm. top of those. Yeah. Oh, they're so good. Yeah. You know, I'm a big cereal guy as long as it's got sugar in it. You know, a little oh, yeah. cinnamon toast crunch with a little shrimp leg in it. You know what I'm oh, talking yeah, about? Oh, yeah. 100%. That's good <laughs> stuff. Top notch. A little extra protein. Uh, I'm a big Skittles guy. Ooh. Gotta have me some Skittles. See, you know it was tied between Sour Skittles and Sour Patch Kids for me. Didn't have Skittles on the list until you said Sour Patch, and I was like, oh, fuck, candy, mm. of course. Yeah, Skittles. yeah, gotta have a little Skittles, candy Skittles. action, man. Uh, you mentioned beer nuts. I'm a big peanuts guy, especially, <laughs> uh, you know. I got a box in the cupboard. Sitting, waiting, munching. Or a, a uh, jug. And then you gotta go with a little airport chilies. Ooh. With a big time snack. Ooh. You got to, you know, a nice four-hour layover or something. Get mm-hmm. yourself some chilies and a nice little uh, 16-ouncer. Yeah. Okay. I like Call that. it a snack. Don't call it a snack. Hey, it's a hearty snack, Chilies to go. Hearty snack. But hey, I like what you're, like where your <laughs> head's at there, my friend. That was kind of a ace in the hole. I, I know, like that. I was saving that one. I, I like that a lot. Peanut M&M's is my, uh, if I had to give a six there. All right. Big peanut all right. M&M's. All right. Big time. Love it. All right, so that's question number one. Thank you so much, Pace, for uh, dropping that one into the Fan Question Friday comments. Uh, Once again, ladies and gentlemen, you can find Pace, our man Pacer, at Coda Capper Pace, just like South Dakota, Coda Capper Pace on Twitter. Check out his content. Those guys got some awesome stuff as well, and they are up and coming. Go give them a follow. Second question of our Fan Question Friday of the day. We got... The other man on the Mount Lockmore podcast, mm-hmm. our man B Russ, we uh we connected with these guys, cool guys, and uh, he's given us number two. So thanks, B Russ. You can find our man Brandon Russell Stover at B Russ thirty five on Twitter at B Russ thirty five on Twitter. Brandon asks, "What are your top five TV characters?" Go ahead and kick it off, my man. Okay, I'm gonna. I'm a big comedy guy, big comedy guy. You mentioned mm. one that you know sparked another you know sector of my uh, you know TV watching, but uh, mm-hmm. I'm too big of a comedy guy not to go all five uh, all five comedy here. So Michael Scott from The Office, okay, up there for sure. Uh, Larry David, huge Curb Your Enthusiasm fan. Uh, so Larry David uh, from Curb Your Enthusiasm, George Costanza, 
Ah, based off of George, or based off of Larry David. Damn, Larry David and George, George Costanza. Gosh, you can't go wrong gosh, with both of those guys. Damn it! <laughs> uh, my favorite show of all time is Always Sunny in Philadelphia. So I got to go uh, throw one of those guys in there. I got to go. It's tough choice. Out of, actually, I could probably do top five just them. But Charlie Kelly from Always Sunny in Philadelphia, uh, and then I'm a big Parks and Rec guy, and I had to throw in uh, Andy Dwyer, Chris Pratt. Okay, gotta love him. Mm. Yeah, that's uh wow. Those are, you took some really good ones. Uh all right. Well, my number one Walter White. Yeah. Uh just absolutely, I I haven't gone and rewatched Breaking Bad for so long, but yeah, it's been a minute. the the role that Brian Cranston played in that that show is just absolutely yeah, incredible. Bananas. Ah, Walter White, one of the definitely my number one or at least at least pretty doggone close to it, I would say. Number 2. Gonna might catch you by surprise here. I got Red Foreman from that '70s okay. show. Okay, Mr. Kurtwood Smith is oh, who no, that's plays a great that. One. Yeah, that's a great absolutely pick. great one. You know, just because of um, so it's such a hot show at the time, or well, yeah, actually, new season coming out very soon. So, Rick from Rick and Morty. There you go. Absolutely love the comedy i love him if uh you guys haven't seen uh if you haven't seen either um solar opposites our buddy scoot never stops talking about the yeah. dog on show and i watched one episode it's pretty good it's pretty good pretty good he claims it's better but he says it's better. i don't know about he says that it's better i haven't dove that deep i don't have enough time but whatever uh number four i i, I kind of struggled here you know i don't uh i don't know where i kind of want to lean because i got to Ah, you know what? I know right where I'm going to go, and I should have put him up a little bit higher, but um, the, uh, gee, many Christmas, why am I blinking? Uh, the lead lead character of uh, Jax, Jax and Sons of Anarchy. Mm. Um, I am uh, blanking who actually uh, he is played by at this time. Oh, yeah, Jax Teller is his name. Uh, it's... Uh, I can't think of who he is played by. Uh, oh, Charlie Charlie Hunnam. Yeah, he is. Uh, he's one of my favorite actors too. He's he's top notch in a lot of other things, but his role as Jax Teller in the Sons of Anarchy ridiculous. If you haven't watched Sons of Anarchy from start to finish, one of the best FX original shows that there has ever been in the history of anything. I mean, that show. Yeah, I is haven't seen it. Killer, killer, killer. Yeah, so Jax Teller, and then number five, man, putting me on the spot because you know I just watch so much sports and like I, yeah. <laughs> I just it's so hard to pepper stuff in here and there. But those are like some of my favorites if I if I could just dig into anything. Um, but I would say there is a show on, and he's not necessarily a character, but it's it's a show on Netflix called Russ Valley Restores, and the main character is the guy who owns this this rush shop, this car restoration shop, and his name's Mike Hall. And he's this Canadian guy, and he is absolutely hilarious. It is one of the best, I mean, the acting job he does, like, you can tell he's never been on camera before, and, like, he just exaggerates everything that he does. Okay. It's funny as all get out. Like, nice. You ever, you ever catch a minute, catch an episode of Rust Valley Restores? They're, like, 30 minutes long, and they, like, restore half a car during the episode. It's pretty cool. Nice. Pretty cool shit. But, yeah, I would say that those uh, that would be my number five. Nice. I love it. Moving right along. Oh, well, before we do, hey, thanks once again, B. Russ, everybody. Go ahead and give him a follow at brus35 on the Twitter sphere. 
And uh, thanks once again for dropping that question in here. I'm going to drop you guys a quick little plug as well. Once again, follow those fellas at Coda Cappers. They are the Coda Sports Gambling Network. They are the home of the top sports cappers from the Dakotas. 24-7 sports betting news and free picks out of Deadwood SD, baby. They're out there in the Black Hills, and they got some solid, solid picks coming out there. And they just got... uh, the bill passed, so they'll be legalized too, coming right on board. Oh, yeah. Can't wait. Can't wait. So, for our third and final question, we have longtime listener and actually not first time caller, multiple time mm-hmm. caller, longtime listener. Thank you, as per usual. Kim Jones at Kim Jones 6459 on Twitter. Give her a follow if you would like. Kim Jones asks, What's your favorite sports snack food? And do you ever bet on tennis? So a two-question, two-parter. First part, what's your favorite sports snack food? Man, oh man, if I'm at a ballpark, there is uh, nothing that beats a good dog, man. Oh, yeah. Just a good, good dog and a side of maybe some nachos, right. too. Mm, ah, dude, good, you can't, can't good beat answer. it. Good answer. Can't I mean, it. my mind immediately goes to baseball because, I mean, mm-hmm. you think about basketball, hockey, and maybe it's just the United Center, but, uh, you know, I, I know they've gotten better lately, but uh, what do you got? I wish this was on video because I just, like, lost my mind over here. This is kind of personal for us, but our dips, man, for football season. Your okay. dips. Oh, I guess the dips. If, I, I guess if you're, you know, at home watching, that's yeah, fair. That's fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, so I guess two. Let's give two answers. One at the park and one at home. Yeah. Okay. So I would say the dips because we got some pretty. Oh, yeah. You got we, some pretty exorbitant dips, good, and good I got dips. some pretty exorbitant yeah, yeah, dips yeah. too. And you know, I'm a, I chef it up every once in a while. Just drop some crazy on the boys when they come over for yep. Sunday football. Yep. What do you got? Uh, but like I was saying, my mind immediately goes to baseball, like ballparks when you're talking, uh, you know, actually in-game mm. stadiums. Cause, and like I was saying, maybe it's just our United Center, you know, not the best uh, concessions, little $9 uh, sloppy pizza that's not very good. Oh, it's gotten it's, better. It's gotten oh, better. Yeah. But like I said, mine, uh, you know, I got to give an honorable mention to the old Lambeau Field cheese curds because good those Lord, I mean, oh how, how are you going to mess those up? Those things Jeez will knock heads. your socks off. Oh, my goodness. Uh, but aside from that, yeah, man. You know, my white socks have been rated, uh, you know, number one concessions in the league for, uh, you know, the past few years. So, okay. Definitely blessed over there. But I, I love me a good nacho at the ballpark. You know so many fucking stats, you know, where you're ranked in concessions. Hey, man, we were bad for a few <laughs> years. So the only thing we could hold on to was, uh, you know, we're, we're awesome. We got awesome concessions. <laughs> now we're turning the corner, actually, as a team. So maybe that teams turning the corner, concessions turning the yeah. corner. Maybe we have a little bit of a pennant action. We'll see what <laughs> happens for your socks. But yeah, at home, <laughs> at home, uh, yeah, the dips are tough to go, uh, uh, tough to go against. But I you, love me. You a just good, got uh, a damn plethora of them. Something I know. Bitches. I got two that I love making. Uh, that taco on ones, fo- especially nasty, yeah, especially Ooh. on football Sundays. <laughs> but then, uh, damn, I mean, fucking pizza wings. Mm. Mm-hmm. On a good football Sunday, oh, man. Peas and wings, absolutely. Sign me up. Sign me up. You ain't even got a question. I don't care what you put on it, what flavor they are, what style they are, where they come, where they go. I will eat them. 
you know, sneaky uh, honorable mention is a nice, uh, you know, giant, get a nice big baseball helmet with a bucket of ice cream. How about that? Ooh, at, honorable at mention is what at, I mean. Oh, there. yeah. I definitely got where you're going there. That's, and then, uh, of course, a nice notch. cold beer at the ballpark. Oh, yeah. You can't skip you know, over that. That you know. uh, As if that is a snack. Well, yeah, some good calories. Some good yeah. calories in a nice beer. Right. And, you know, they may be uh, $15 for a 12-ouncer, but hey. You got to get at least one. Yeah, you have Nothing to. like a beer at the park. Yeah, you got to make it happen. No question. So that's question number one. Question number two, do you ever bet on tennis? Well, no. For a short answer, for a long answer, I've tried. I've checked it out. Um, we follow a few cappers and on Twitter and follow a few cappers on Instagram and a few other cappers that I follow that are um, a little bit higher up the professional ladder of capping that do, but it's just, it's too, I don't know. I don't know I, enough about it. Yeah, man. I don't really like betting on sports. I'm not a big tennis fan in general, yeah. so I don't typically like betting on sports that I don't really watch. Yeah. You know, maybe for entertainment purposes, if you got some Wimbledon action going or something like that, maybe a couple bucks or something, nothing, you that's, know, that's not trying was, to break yeah. the bank. I do actually enjoy women's tennis more than men's tennis, and probably for the simple fact that it's shorter. Yeah. I'm not trying to spend two, three hours watching it you know five set men's tennis match it's it's just not happening for me yeah i think i would have to agree with you on the fact that like if it's wimbledon or if it's some big event and everybody's talking about it or somebody's talking about it all over espn or all over whatever like okay let me i don't know let me see if uh this is worth betting or whatever the case might be but i don't generally like tossing my money at shit i don't know about so um but uh here lately it's looked like i don't know jack squat (laughs) but i can promise you that uh i certainly do it is uh Like we said, we said it on the Mountain Lockmore pod, uh, but we'll say it here again, too. Um, One more time, thank you, Kim, for dropping that question at KimJones6459 if uh, you give her a follow on Twitter. Yeah, but uh, we talked about it on the... Where was I going with that? On the Mountain Lockmore pod? Baseball? Yeah. I have no idea where. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know either where I was going with that. I'm kind of bummed that I uh, got off track there, but... um, yeah, we, uh, trends. We, yeah. I have no idea. <laughs> I'm not sure either way. Oh, um, just not betting. Yes. Not betting on, <laughs> got it, got it, got it. Um, not betting on stuff you don't want to put your money on. And, you know, the, the, the trends and the stuff that's happening right now with baseball and with hockey, it's the beginning of the baseball season, man. Like half the time pitchers who were absolutely terrible last year are going to be great to start a few games or vice versa you got guys who should be ripping bombs or in slumps mm-hmm. you just never know at the beginning of the season but we are cappers by trade so we like to get in on the action it's okay but we actually looked back on our nba season so far and our ncaa basketball season so far um well it's obviously over but we started out cold there too Starting the season, a lot of weird trends. I actually went back and dug through a lot of those. Mm-hmm. A lot of weird trends, a lot of weird stuff. And then about quarter of the way through the season, and a little bit earlier than that, we just started ripping it. And then yeah. we never stopped. So it's just, we're about 50-50 right now on stuff, on our NHL plays, on our, our MLB, MLB plays. I think MLB is just because it's early season. And NHL, it's a lot of weird stuff happening. Teams fighting for playoff spots. So we're trying to factor that in as well with all the action we got going on so 
we're uh, we're getting around in those areas. But hey, keep riding our NBA plays. We are cooking, cooking, cooking. Right. You know, feeling pretty confident about these ones we got today as well. Yeah. Across the board, not just NBA. Yeah, haven't uh, gone crazy yet uh, at the time of recording, but uh, we're rocking and rolling. We have our Oakland A's up 1-0 at the time of recording, so we are hoping by the time you're listening to this, you have already long cashed the double play parlay that was triple. actually the triple play parlay, but because the Mets and Phillies got rained out, it turned into the double play parlay. So we certainly do apologize for that, but we already had it locked in, so we couldn't turn back, but the uh, D-backs and the um, uh, Nationals, Nationals, 11 to 6 right now yeah. at the top of the ninth. Cash the over in the second inning, I think. I think it was third, but either second way. Second there, it doesn't yeah, matter. Either way, who cares? We didn't sweat on that one for nothing. Nope. So, so that was great. Uh, we're starting to, starting to see some trends, starting to see some stuff. There's uh, a few of the sites that we use, a few of the different uh, go-to resources that we use. They're finally starting to fill up with some trends. You know, you can't really locate a lot of trends and you're trying to go off of previous year's trends and uh, different things. And, and you can find certain certain things that make a lot of sense. But now, I mean, it's really starting to load up and you're, yeah. you're starting to able really, really see some, uh, some solid trends building up here. One thing that I have had success with baseball, and you really can't do it until the last few hours before game time, uh, is like player hit props. Oh, yeah. You look at a guy, oh, this dude's... Hit ten out of ten for fifteen against this specific pitcher. Okay, he torches him. Yeah, like it's simple as. I mean, maybe it's not as simple as that, but the majority of the time it's as simple as that. Yeah, you know, not just like you know five for fifteen, like decent average. It's you know, it's got to be like pretty, you know, heavy, heavy success. And I've had some success there. So yeah, and we've talked about it uh, a good amount too. But or in previous pods, you want to have just an absolute blast on a Friday evening or a Sunday afternoon, Saturday afternoon, whatever you want, go ahead and watch your favorite team and do a little batter by batter betting. Mm-hmm. Little uh, walk or hit or strikeout or whatever the case might be. Get you 20 to 50 bucks and bet five bucks a hitter. And I mean, it is an absolute blast. Right. That's what I was going to say. Blast. Um, you know, with those, it's easy if you didn't know, lose a couple of easy to start chasing so mm-hmm. you know maybe set aside a specific amount yeah like if yeah. i lose this then i'm t- i'm done I'm yeah toast. yeah don't because that's what i because yeah. i've done that you know when we first started cap and i would be whether it's that or you know basketball like okay let me do a little uh you know i got one specific game here let's do a little uh you know prop cap in here throughout the game did not go well the first time around and then it's like okay i got 20 bucks here you know right here right here right here gone okay i'm done i'm done didn't work out. Mm. I tested the waters. Didn't work out. So, yeah, I I totally understand uh, where you're coming from there, man. Because it 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 gets dangerous, dangerous sometimes. Mm-hmm. Dangerous, dangerous. But yeah, if you can set a little bit aside, have some fun. Yeah, absolutely do that because that's a blast too. Um, rocking and rolling, man. I uh, I can't wait for some more trends to uh, start popping up here, MLB wise. You know, uh, draft. Less than two weeks away for the NFL, my man. Ooh, baby. I'm going to go ahead and tease that right now. The buzz is picking up. Holy shit, buzz is really picking up. Maybe um, we might be up to something by the uh, time the draft rolls around. Mm-hmm. And maybe we might do something on the day of said draft. And maybe connect with the fans via another avenue of content, maybe. I don't know. who see. We'll see. 
Well, who sees who, it? Who, who sees it? Who, who knows what's who knows what's going on? Maybe maybe we're we're talking about something like that. Maybe we're not. Who knows? Who knows what's maybe, happening maybe for the not. NFL draft? But the NFL draft is going to be absolutely electric. Yeah, there's some, <laughs> it's going to be le- awesome. Legit, interesting line movement on that third overall pick. Uh, Mac Jones, Justin Fields. <laughs> it's weird, you know. Bro, one watch, hour you got one of them as a favorite. The next hour it flips. It's, watch it's it not even be close to what anybody has even been talking about i mean it is so so interesting you know i looked at zach wilson and of course i can sit here on my happy ass and talk like this but i looked at zach wilson man and i just it doesn't scream nfl quarterback i just i don't know i i know no disrespect he played great played for but but byu against teams like coastal carolina against uh teams like troy like it not not huge heavy crazy hey man that turnaround backwards you know fadeaway throw hey yeah that's that's, gonna get him uh... (laughs) let's just hang everything on a false (laughs) defender with i mean i didn't see any 350 pound human athlete of a of a being come running at him as he was throwing that pass yeah, so someone like you know, aaron donald i mean i'm not saying he can't be developed i'm not saying that he's he won't be a good quarterback and i'm not saying that he wasn't a good quarterback for byu all i'm saying is i just i don't i don't see nfl quarterback i don't know if every team now obviously you want more mobile quarterbacks but he just he seems so small and just i i don't know I, I don't know, man. Well, he might be going to the Jets, so you might just get your validation just because it's the yeah. Jets. He's so going to ruin them. Hey, they're going to ruin them. We might clip this uh, <laughs> April the 16th. I, I said it right here that uh, in five years when he's retired. And, and I'm not saying, <laughs> hey, you know, I hope uh, Robert Sala has a great deal with the Jets. I don't yeah. want to piss off Jets Nation right now. I do apologize if I am. But, man, oh, man, I don't think if they ain't fixed it in the last – yeah. Over five decades, what the hell are they going to do now? I think they're, you know, they're perpetually pissed I off. I mean, in so. the you, you can go and watch the, that just popped into my mind, the Schlereth video. Yeah. You can go watch that video and laugh your ass <laughs> off. I mean, him and the Jets fans are going back and forth right now. I mean, it's absolutely hilarious yeah, what's going on. So, yeah, I mean, we'll see. And then you got Justin Fields had his second pro day yesterday. Kind of bummed it wasn't on TV, man. I was searching high and low, and then I finally read somewhere that it wasn't televised. I was like, why have I been wasting the last 10 minutes of my life doing this? (laughs) What the hell? Yeah, it's interesting, the narratives that are coming out around all these different guys as far as their Mm. work ethic. Like, are they really that interested? Like, Trevor Lawrence came out the other day saying, oh, you know, I've got other interests beyond football. I'm paraphrasing, but I've got other interests beyond football. And, you know, everyone's like oh you're right good for you man and then it's like half the time whenever anyone says that it's like what what what, what are you what you're are not you talking a football about guy? yeah all what? you're all you're doing is playing football well, like Trevor are you Lawrence not a dude are you yeah. not a dude man are you yeah. not here to be the dude of the football team you're about to be qb1 what right. are you talking about other interests you ain't got to worry about nothing right now so yeah that's a little that's a little sketchy your qb1 coming in saying he's already worried about sponsorships and commercials and rack and who knows what he's referring to but Goodness gracious, all Friday, man. I mean, I know there's a life outside of football, but hey, let's get drafted to the NFL first, big dog. I know mm-hmm. you were solid as can be at Clemson. I'm a huge Trevor Lawrence fan. I think he is an excellent, excellent quarterback, and I think he can make waves in the NFL, and I think he's a deserving number one overall pick. 
but let's make some plays in the NFL first, my friend. Yeah. It's a lot different game, you know. And I I say it all the time, dude. It's just it's 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 a lot different game. I think these guys are top notch. I I think that uh, Trevor Lawrence will have a have a lot of freaking success. I think that Justin Fields will have a lot of success. I'm honestly higher on him than so anybody, I. man. Justin Fields is my QB one. He is. So top notch. I've been watching him since he was playing high school ball, man. If you if you guys didn't know, he was actually on QB One, the Netflix show. He was one of the main stars. So I when I I first caught a wind of that, I started watching him in high school, man. I've been watching him and then his journey through Ohio State and now NFL draft, man. I can't I can't wait to see what he does because he he's a stud, man. Yeah. He's a stud and a half. He sure is. And I mean, he looks yoked. Looks yeah. yoked right now, dude. Right. Oh. It's absolutely ridiculous. Uh, NBA playoffs coming real quick, fast, and in a hurry. NHL and NBA playoffs NHL coming and right NBA. around the corner, yeah. So uh, I guess that means we are definitely going to have to get good at capping uh, some MLB because before you know it... Uh, That's going to be all there is for is a couple months. Play for sure. So uh, we'll, we'll get the nose of the grind you know stuff. That always, no problem. Not that we don't like baseball, but whenever there's only one sport, it just makes uh, you know the return of our beloved NFL that much sweeter. Mm. Absolutely, and that's uh, right around the corner as well, man. Right around the corner as well. Well, you know, I uh, hey, I think that's about all I got for uh, I dish out my motivation minutes to uh, let these kind folks go on about their weekends here. But uh, as far as you, my man, anything you think we missed in the pod, we didn't talk about, we could have gone over a little bit more, something you wanted to drop on these people's head for some knowledge headed into their weekend. What are you feeling over there on that side of the table? I got nothing. I got nothing. My teams aren't, uh, you know, scorching as much as I'd like them to. The Sox are, you know, no concern. No concern mm-hmm. for the Sox, but they'll get it going. Mm-hmm. A lot of concern for the Bulls. Yeah. I'll be honest. A lot of concern. We bet against yeah. them today. I don't like doing that. I'm not even going to watch that shit. I yeah. can't watch when I bet yeah. against them. What am I supposed to do? Cheer on a losing bet? Mm. Like I, I, I'm just going to naturally be rooting for the Bulls because I love the Bulls. But yeah, can't do it. It's not going to look. Do it, it's man. not going to be good. Uh, yeah, I'm a little worried about my cubbies. We'll see what happens. They got to turn around. They got to get those sticks hot. I am not liking what I'm seeing, man. Just not. You can't come out year after year and uh, is not looking take, good, man. take terrible approaches. I mean, everybody bitches and moans and complains about how, oh, they're going to break everybody up in the all-star players. Well, the all-star players aren't producing. Sure they're not aren't. producing. They may be somewhat solid or very solid on the defensive side of the ball, but they're not producing offensively yeah. and you can't you just and this is can't I this argue is a, facts yeah it's a case like i've never seen it because you know when they when your team wins a title and you got a core of superstars you're going to be attached to them for not just while they're on the team for life for life um but you know and the the cubs were you know that world series means more to cubs fans as any single mm-hmm. championship from any single team anywhere oh, yeah. just about oh yeah absolutely and so you know when you got your guys hitting under 250 even under 200 in some cases it's uh you know not good not good not good we don't like to see that at the major league level but hopefully we'll turn it around here soon we'll get off of that soapbox cuz it just uh doesn't make me feel good on the insides sure when i talk about that uh, horse shit going on over there on the north side uh yeah outside of that my man great pod great pod, pod. Thank you guys for stopping by. Uh, had some solid picks, had uh, some solid questions out of Fan Question Friday. Let's go ahead and wrap this thing up with some motivation minutes. That's right. 
If it's your first time stopping by, you made it all the way to this part. This is Colt's Motivation Minutes. I drop some motivation or some inspiration on you to carry you on into your day and to provoke a little bit of thought and give you a different perspective from where you are currently viewing your life or your current situation. Today, I wanted to share something that uh, I necessarily can't take credit for. It uh, it has become my mantra. It's a saying. And it is a saying that I got from my high school biology teacher. Her name is Mrs. Arlone Doan, one of the kindest souls on uh, this planet that I ever know. Uh, My life was definitely blessed to have known her and to have her as one of my teachers. Doubt she'll ever hear that, but if by chance somebody lets her know I did, Thanks for doing Maybe that. Maybe she's for a me. big gambler. <laughs> I doubt our loan is a gambler. <laughs> I can assure you of that. Um, but to continuing on, I've told this story a few times um, in different areas, and and uh, wrote about it in the newsletter. But she, uh, on the day of my graduation, shared a card with me. Uh, gave me a card for graduation, and in the card she wrote a quote that has stuck with me for life. As I said, it's become my mantra. I have not forgot it ever since, and it's something I wanted to share with you guys to maybe inspire you to formulate your own mantra, and what I mean by that is something when all the walls are closing in, you don't know how to answer a question, or you don't know what the next right move is, your brain's spinning in a hundred different directions, your heart's pounding, your stomach's turning, it's just a simple phrase to say, something to bring your mind back to center, to quiet the noise, to quiet the chaos, and bring you right back to calm, cool, and collected. And that quote, my mantra is, you are kind, you are smart, you are important. I'll repeat it one more time for those of you in the back. You are kind, you are smart, you are important. There ain't a whole lot of explaining that needs to go into that. Not really. Pretty uh, self-explanatory. Calmed me down a little bit just now. <laughs> but I, I, uh, a great way to use a mantra, and hell, while I'm here, I might as well just uh, spin down a little bit of a mantra rabbit hole right quick for you just on this beautiful Friday. You get that mantra, and it can be, if you're a religious person, be a Bible verse. If um, you're not a religious person, be a quote that you like or something, um, whatever the case might be. Find something that just strikes a chord within you or, or provokes some sense of thought or allows you to just grip onto that center and, 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 like I said, quiet that noise. And say it three, four times. Three, four, five times until your mind's not spinning, until you're not anxious, I guarantee you it works. You may not think it, you may not, but I guarantee you and I can promise you it works. Because it's all, everything that you face like that is the power of the mind. And if you take control of the power of the mind by saying your mantra and focusing only on that mantra and your thoughts on that mantra, it's all that your brain can be focused on and will let go of all that other stuff. Because in all that other chaos, that is your brain simply controlling you. As I've said time and time again, you are not your thoughts. You can control your brain. It is just like a muscle that you use, like a bicep or a quadricep. You use it to your advantage. You are what you feel right at the center of your being, not what you're feeling on up in the head. I can promise you that. And the sooner you realize that and the sooner you try and tap into that, the sooner you're going to start going places. 
promise you. I love it. It's a little bit of action there for you. Those are my motivation minutes. You are kind. You are smart. You are important on this beautiful Friday, April 16th, 2021. Thank you guys so, so much for stopping by and uh, listen to me and Mags give out some picks, locking in our uh, hammer bets, our best plays, our favorite plays, the plays that we are going to run to the window. Thanks for playing them with us. Thanks for helping us bankrupt these sports books one play at a time. We cannot thank you enough. From me and Mags, the TTL crew at this time potentially could be growing. Who knows? We'll see. We might be up to something there too. Who knows? Maybe. But for now, for me and Mags, we hope you all have a spectacular day unless you have other plans. And ladies and gentlemen, degenerates and gamblers far and wide, let's cash some tickets.